Hi, this is John from Five Arrows. I'm here with Scott, and today we're going to be talking about Wi-Fi and network speeds. So that's an interesting topic, John. Um, that is something that I've had to pay attention to in my house. Uh, I have a 15-year-old son. I've got a boy that loves to stream video games and loves to stream The Office on Netflix. And we have multiple TVs, we've got multiple computers, phones, and Wi-Fi is a very precious commodity in our house. <laughs> right. Um, what do you want to talk about? Because I've got some questions that uh, maybe you can help me with. Yeah, and I think this will address both home and small office. Mm -hmm. I've gotten a few inquiries lately that folks have updated and upgraded their internet speeds. You know, as a lot of the big cable companies have faster connections now, right? people are upgrading the speeds and finding the hardware they have, like their router, firewall, you know, switch, all that stuff. The networking type stuff it all plugs into can't keep up. Well, yeah, I mean, you, just because you switch providers doesn't necessarily mean you're going to see these differences overnight. Uh, maybe you switch because it's a cheaper rate plan. Uh, or promises of faster speeds, but when rubber meets the road, sometimes you know the install guy leaves, and you realize, wait a second, I'm not really any better off here. Um, but let's yeah. so let's break this down. Um, first things first, um, is all Wi-Fi the same? Not at all. So you know you have your cable carrier come out. They say you have 100 megabits per second now available, they're going to test and make sure it's available. They'll connect your machine directly up to the modem, say, are we getting this? Yes. After that, it's up to your router or your Wi-Fi. And there's a lot of different levels of Wi-Fi. There's a, I don't want to get, I don't want to try to get to like a ton of detail, but just so you know, if you look at the letters. Right, it, so yeah. It's like an 80211, like B, A, G, G. N, A, C, right, yeah. right? So there's like these different ones. Well, there's different speeds that each one of those can do, right? Okay. And so now B, that's kind of old. I mean, that's... So 802.11B is you, the one that's yeah, been around, been I think. Been around a long time. And I, I would hope you don't have much of anything sitting out there that's B. Are we talking 5, 10 We're years? talking like 2,000... So 15, <laughs> 15 to 20, 20 years. years ago. Okay. So it's it's pretty old. But now that had like a actual speed. There's these theoreticals. Like they'll promise one, right? They'll mm -hmm. promise, oh, it's 11 megabits per second. But in reality, you're getting like 5.5 okay. megabits per second. And they said, that's old. Now, and I'm not going to worry about 802.11a, but 802.11g, those are still out there some. Okay. And I, I can't remember when I came out, but that was the one that was really fast, like in the in the 2000s. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe late 2000s. That was 54 megabits per second. Okay, that, so that's conceivably or theoretically four to five times faster than the original Wi-Fi. Right, exactly. But in reality, that's really about 20 megs per second. Ugh. So you're not really getting this. So you think like, oh, sweet, I got this 100 megabit per second download right. or internet connection. But when you test it, the G's not going to give it to you. So now when they test it upon installation, they're using the latest hardware to verify that. Absolutely. But when I just switch carriers or providers and they 
plug me in and I say, okay, I'm gonna plug my other router and it's an 802.11g, wow, my speed really hasn't changed much. Um, wh right. What are, what are the, okay, so what's newer than G? So what you're going after there is wireless, is 802.11n. Okay. N is one that we've seen the last, I don't know, maybe 10 years. Okay. Uh, maybe less. I, but that it has a theoretical throughput of 600 megabits per second. So if I'm getting 100 megabits from my carrier or from my... I keep saying carrier. I'm used to cell phone right. providers. So ISP. You're <laughs> right. a service provider. So if yeah. Spectrum, Spectrum or AT&T or somebody... Right. exactly. They're saying, hey, here's a 100 megabit plan. The 802.11n should... That's where you're going to see it. Okay. Now, where are you going to see it? So there's... This is the other kind of confusing part. There's a 2.4 gigahertz and a 5 gigahertz okay. of the 802.11n, right? So, and you may see that on 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 the box right. or when you buy something. Now, the 2.4 gigahertz, this is where the thing I want us to understand, it's a shared connection between like microwaves, garage door openers, cordless phones, mm. baby monitors. Right. So there's crosstalk. But... It can go through walls better. It can go longer. Okay. It's a better, in terms of just getting wireless out and through, it's great. But it's also crowded. Gotcha. And it's not as fast. You're going to get 100, 100 megabits per second. So if you have, like, say, even a 200 megabits per second internet, you're not going to see that with 802.11n on a 2.4 gigahertz. Right. And that's where we start to see the difference between consumer and business application. Totally. I don't necessarily get or need more than 100 megabits at home, but at work, you start to look at a commercial setup, that's where 200 or more. Yeah. And start. I have clients who have 200 megabits per second, mm -hmm. and even on the wired side, just a quick side note, if on the if you're, your wired connection, but the wired connection you have is 10100 in right. that gigabit, you're going to hit the caps. You're yeah. not, you're not right. going to be able to get that throughput. But to go back to wireless, the five gigahertz, it's shorter in terms of overall like spectrum out, how far it can go. Right. So it can't go quite as far. Maybe not go through the walls quite as easily, uh, but it's faster. So there's a trade-off. There's a trade-off, right. Okay. Now, but it will get you 450 megabits per second. Gotcha. So that's great. And now this is what's really cool. The wireless AC, this is the latest one. These are the, this is the only within the last few years your your like Pixel phones, the latest phones mm -hmm. have it. The latest laptops have it. Um, this actually can go like the theoretical is 1300, so like 1.3 gigahertz or gigabits per second, okay. which is awesome. Now, in reality, right now they're around 200 megabits per second, but that's still Great. That's faster right. than what you know we're, most people are ever looking at. So it still hits us a really good speed. And as time goes by, uh, with better technology and hardware, we should be able to hit a little bit better speeds. As a consumer, if I'm wanting to buy a router or uh, some kind of device for this, is this one of those things where you suggest future-proofing yourself? Absolutely. Right. Because like you think, like if you're looking at this and you're like, my router's old, or maybe I have some problems with my router mm -hmm. or my firewall, and stuff, it just isn't working right. Take a look at, even in your house, mm -hmm. here's a good thing to look. Can you go through your whole house, and do you have internet right. available? Is the wireless available? Is it strong all throughout your home? Well, that's one of the questions I had as we started to discuss this is, 
you know, I know that there are certain places in my house where, you know, when I stream TV, it's perfect. I don't have the buffer. I don't have to worry about it. I know the speeds that I'm getting um, are consistently pushing 100 megabits. So I'm, I'm getting what I pay for, yeah. particularly or especially in certain places in my house. Yeah. But my son starts to play video games. He's streaming, playing Fortnite with his friends. My wife's in another room wanting to stream TV. I start to see a difference in that. Yeah. And I know that there's places in the basement that, you know, the connection drops. Um, do I, you know, as I start to consider, maybe it's the router. Maybe is it because I'm using something that, you know, isn't fast enough, but maybe isn't strong enough. Yeah. Um, I know that data speeds today are much faster than what they were, you know, two years ago, five years ago, maybe the last time I bought a router. Um, so that you definitely recommend if I can afford to get something that's got the latest. And as of today, you say it's AC. AC. Okay. Yep. You want to make sure that router is AC. And the thing to look at, and this is why we want to think about that five gigahertz. Say you want to run everything at five gigahertz. You may need more. Right? So if right. you're talking like, man, I can't get this in my basement, or maybe this bedroom on this side of the house, well, maybe can you move right. that router more central to the home if right. it's not? If not, there's mesh networks available, like Google Wi-Fi has one. Okay. And there's a handful of other folks out there. TP-Link has another one. that Then a mesh just means they, they all talk to each other, and they do what's called like a handshake. So it's the access points. This is separate pieces of hardware that you put in your house. Yeah. That kind of cross talk to each other. Yeah. And say, hey, I'll lift it from here and hand it down to the basement. And yeah. that's what kind of extends almost like they're like access points. You know, or... it's, it's a little bit different. So an access point doesn't have to be mesh. An okay. access point can actually kind of talk to say, I'm going to give you internet access and I'm going to give you internet access. And if your phone or your laptop, mm. if you're say you're walking from one part of the house to the other, it actually has to fully drop off oh, okay. one and reconnect to another one. So you're going to experience a moment where there's a full drop. Okay. And or it's going to keep holding on to that other one. And just get weaker and as get you... weaker and weaker. And it may just keep living weaker, but you're like, I have an access point right here. But the your device keeps trying to hold on to that connection. So mesh addresses mesh that. Mesh addresses that. That's the intelligence behind it to say, I'm closer here. I'm stronger. Let's do a seamless handshake so the, the call doesn't drop. The data packets don't drop. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this in a way that's intelligent so you're not going to experience that outage or that weak internet or network service. And that brings up a question of with the mesh network do i is it like a one size fits all like do i buy one and say okay this is a, a two or three piece kit can i expand if my needs yeah so a lot of times depending on the square footage and what the walls are made out of and all that two or three of these mesh devices are enough okay and you can put you would just put them in through different parts of your home or office mm -hmm. to do this all of the carriers who do this, they will sell additional points. Okay. So if you need So if you start with one, three and realize, oh man, I can't quite extend it to where I need to. Yeah. I don't have to go buy a four-piece kit. I can actually add the fourth piece. Right. And if you're under 2,000 square foot, you're probably going to be good with one if you can centrally locate it. Really? Um, but 
it depends on the structure. Gotcha. And is basements will still be difficult in other parts. But if you have maybe 18 to 2,500, maybe two would be good. Okay. 25 to 35, maybe 4,000, you're going to need three, maybe four, depending on the layout, again, and what the walls are made out of. And, sure. And some of that. But the mesh really works well. In, but you also want to think if it's that 5 gigahertz spectrum on the AC or the N, right. you may need a little bit more. Okay. You know, because if you say, like, well, I want to, I want to use the lids. And there's settings, like, in that to, to only use 5 gigahertz, which is great. I recommend it. Right. Uh, but you may need some more devices. So what are some names that I should consider if, if mesh network makes sense or sounds like what I might want to consider? Yeah, well, like I, I did mention Google Wi-Fi. They make mm -hmm. a good one. Eero has another really great solution. Okay. Uh, Ubiquity has a home solution now, which is a really great device. I think it said the TP-Link is another great one. Um, there, there's a, there are more and more are coming out with them. I have not... I, I don't know about like your, your Linksys, your D-Link, and Netgear. Mm -hmm. uh, those are kind of big major players you see out at a lot of the big box stores. I have not got to really tried and true test those yet, okay. but these other ones have But those made, are brands that are reputable. They're very reputable You would brands. feel comfortable saying, hey, at least consider it. Yes, okay. absolutely. Um, what are we looking at price-wise? Do you have any ballparks yeah. for like a just a general, a brand new router that I want to say, I want this to be good for... You know, a home, small office uh, for the next few years. I think if you, about 100 bucks. Okay. Um, if you spend about $100, you're going to get a good router that's fast, that's going to last you a while. Okay. There are much cheaper ones out there, and that's what you're going to get as a price sure. point, right? Okay. Um, now, with the mesh, it's kind of the same deal. About 100 Dollars is where you'd start from I mean, your single your single device, but that's not really a mesh. You don't have a mesh with one device, right? right. Uh, so figure about a hundred dollars a piece. Now, okay. Sometimes you can buy these packages like Google will do it, where it's like two fifty, you get three. Okay. But the secondary, but if you buy an extra, it's still a hundred. So gotcha. so sometimes there's bundles. Yeah, like discounted. check with Eero or check with like the different carriers. If you buy that bundle together, you, and Ubiquity has the same thing. You can get the bundle together, and it's about. Okay. You, you save a little bit of money. You, uh, if you buy the additionals, maybe they're eighty bucks instead of a hundred. But right around that that ballpark is where you're going to look. And so yeah. And then uh, one other thing is uh, maybe we could have addressed this or should have addressed it at the very outset. If I if I have no idea what I'm actually getting internet speed wise, or should I consider something and. I don't know if it's not getting a good signal. Oh, like, right, how to test. Yeah, right? so yeah. can I test that? Totally. So uh, speedtest.net is a real popular one. Uh, Ookla, which I think is now yeah. speedtest.net, O-O-K-L-A. That's a good one. I'll tell you, sadly, the, the I love Google products, but if you just search speedtest, yeah. Google has their own. It's totally not reliable. Okay. Uh, sometimes your ISP will have one, like AT&T, Xfinity, Comcast, uh you know, Cox, they'll have their own speed tests. And typically, they're, they're, they're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. But if you want that third party, the speedtest.net, that'll tell you your speed That is. lets you do it from a phone. Like, say you, you're in your basement. You yes. can actually do the speed test app or visit the website yep. and see what speed you're getting in the basement to find out, man, this is actually not as bad this as is, I thought. Yeah. Or this is way worse than I 
and that I'm paying for. Right. Okay. Yeah, and it's good to do that in other, right, like you said, other parts of your house to see how your speed is going. And, and obviously, the more devices you have in your network, uh, this is going to lower your speed. So if you're paying for 100 megabits and you're only seeing 50, well, if you have 20 devices on your network, right. that's why. Yeah. If you have an ability to hardwire it right to one router, turn off wireless temporarily, that's going to give you more of your real speed. Okay. And one other thing, just to kind of keep in mind in terms of like network speeds in general, and if you're downloading a file, say you have a, um, you're going to download an update to a piece of software that's like a gig, mm -hmm. okay? That one gig download, that's gigabytes per second. Right. That means big B. Gotcha. And this can be totally confusing, right? If you look at like there's a big B and a small B, giga, megabits per second, megabytes per second. Right. Different numbers. So if you look at this, a one gigabit per second equals 125 uh, megabytes Per second. Okay. So if you're going to download this file, and I say this because if you say, I'm going to test my internet, right? I'm going to download a right. big download file. This is a gigabyte file or a 500 megabyte file. Right. You're, that does not equal, when you're looking at your download speeds or how fast that file is moving over your network, those numbers are going to look totally different. So that explains why my 95 gigabyte game that I installed on my PlayStation didn't show up in about 95 seconds. Right, exactly. <laughs> or exactly. nine minutes or whatever, depending on your speed, but that uh, isn't just going to rip through at a 100 megabytes per second. Yes, megabits. and that's how you look at it. Yeah, if you're like downloading your Xbox, your PlayStation, your Switch, and you download this huge game, you're like, well, I have this 100 megabit per second right. speed. Like, yeah, that means it's going to download your 100 megabits per second connection is going to download at 12.5 megabytes per second. So All things firing perfect condition. 100%, right. Everything perfect. Living in That's a vacuum. That's going to be the speed. Right. So in reality, you're probably going to be seeing 8 megabits per second download off of that that 100 megabytes megabytes <laughs> per second off of that when you're downloading that big file okay so just keep that in mind when you're doing it that's why it's kind of best to do that speedtest.net right. that's an apples to apples comparison okay so don't freak out when you're doing the big downloads from like a game or whatever it's not it's going to maybe feel a little bit weird when you're doing that okay so if I, uh, yeah and if i'm downloading movies offline or wanted to store something on a tablet Netflix videos, those are things that they're going to still take some time. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so I guess kind of to close this out when you're looking at this, do the speed test. Okay. See where you're at. If it seems like you're slow and you're like, I, I know I'm paying for more than this, I want to make sure I'm getting this, look at a new router. Mm -hmm. Look at, you know, maybe you have multiple devices for like a, an office. Um, you know, get a new switch. Sometimes your firewall's in there too. Sometimes it's a matter of plugging in the right port in the back. Right. Uh, your firewall may have 10, 100 connections and gigabit connections. Well, in the past... You know, it was all the same. It was all the same. Right. We always did 10, 100 for internet and gigabit for internal network. Right. But now your firewall that you have in your office may be you know, leveraging for those 100, 200 users for a small office. Um, you may just have to move that to another connection, or maybe your firewall doesn't have it, and it's time for a new firewall. Gotcha. Maybe it's time for new switches. Uh, I had another client, they had 
cameras and everything, all 10100 switches. Mm -hmm. Wondering why am I not getting the speed I want? Well, you need gigabit switches. Right. Do you need gigabit PoE? Do you need power over Ethernet for the cameras? Do they have power going to them? Is your phone system PoE? You know, those are some of the questions you want to ask when you're when you're looking at right. at the changes. But this is at least plenty enough for somebody to get started with. Just get started with, yeah. Right. And most of the stuff, if you feel comfortable doing it, do it. If you have more questions, go to my website. It's fiveerostech.com. Okay. There's a contact form on there. I'd be more than happy to just have a conversation with you. Just kind of talk about what you need, and we can go from there. Awesome. I appreciate you. You cleared up a lot of things for me here today. Uh, I'm sure if anybody's listening, there's a few aha moments in here that just kind of say, oh, well, now I know what that actually means. So Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for joining me today, and thanks, everyone, for listening to 5 Arrows Podcast.